0: he fell short. The prophet Samuel is exhorting him. And so we can see that the friendship of David and Jonathan is starting under a cloud, that there are some bad things going on. Entonces vemos que la amistad de David y Jonathan, todo se produce debajo esta sombra oscura y triste. Next one, please. So the Lord uh, turns to the next king of Israel. ¿Y quién fue el rey siguiente? Who was that next king? The David. And so, uh, David, so the Lord has a way of choosing sometimes the smallest, sometimes the weakest, sometimes the least uh, impressive to demonstrate His power and His glory. Amen. Uh, we got some uh, brothers over here who are, are not fans. They are not really happy with their little baby brother. Entonces, los hermanos mayores, entonces, ellos ¿Están conformes? No. So we can see that when David and Jonathan become friends, that there is a lot of uh, uh, turbulence and there's a lot of negativity in that situation. And here's what the worst part is, el colmo. So we have this next one here. So King Saul, he's thinking about, he's thinking about, hmm, that uh, the Lord is taking the the kingdom away from me, huh? He's going to give it to that little teenage, that little teeny bopper David, huh? Man, I got my son Jonathan right here, you know? I can see a new hope that was even before Star Wars. I can see that new hope and things, man, this could still work out for me. And so we can see that the friendship of David and Jonathan is really um, coming together in a very, a lot of negativity and a lot of uh, different attitudes and agendas are are, are going on here. And so, uh, see... If they ask you tomorrow at work or at school hey what did they talk about at church yesterday this is what you can tell them right here next one and so this is that friends in christ if we're going to be friends in christ friends in christ are first friends of christ say it with me friends in christ are friends of christ amen we're going to try this here at the very end, and we're going to kind of go right down the middle, all right? And we'll see which, which side wins. So let's say that one more time. Friends in Christ are friends of Christ. Amen. I think we can go home right now. I think you all have, have got the whole thing figured out. But let's go deeper into God's Word. Profundisemos, Next one here. And so this is something that when I inquired of our brother Kent, so, what, about the sermons and the series, and he's been talking about the growing connection at, uh, at Northwest, heading into the Mission Sunday next month, and I said, well, you know, the Bible talks about this, this very thing. And so we can see that, first, it started here with the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Entonces, es una cosa uh, que es un acercamiento mutuo entre dos amigos. So we can see that even in a world of a lot of bad things going on, a lot of negativity, a lot of people with their own selfish agendas, that it's still possible to to rise above that in our connection with each other. Next one here. And so this is how Jonathan demonstrated. Uh, Now remember, now he is like the crown prince. Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. And Jonathan took off his robe and gave it to David along with his sword and his bow, and his belt, and everything. He said, David, really, we're friends, we're close. You know, whatever all I have as the king's son, and I'm supposed to be the next king, that doesn't mean, you know, it's fine, it's okay. Next one, please. And so we can see that the spirit of friendship leads us to say, listen, you know what, who I am, what I'm all about, uh, I value our, our friendship, and there's nothing more important to me than for you to know that that i am with you that nothing is going to take us apart and so i want to inquire of you how about over in the new testament can you tell us in the new testament what is the most famous mention of friendship the most uh, focused uh, discussion about what real friends are about in el nuevo testamento se lo menciona esto de amistad that's right Uh, jesucristo en el evangelio según juan Entonces, so, so we see here, next one please, Jesus declara, explica lo que es la amistad. He explains what, what true friendship is. And so he says here that greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And so we can see that Jesus is building on what the scriptures have been talking about already, but Jesus is taking it to a new level, that real friendship involves sacrifice. Real friendship involves giving up something that might be important to you for the benefit of, of somebody else in, in God's plan. Pero aquí Jesucristo suma una, uh, otro criterio adicional. He says, you are my friends if I do what I command. Now, something that I uh, look at is, this goes back to the 1990s. Remember those frogs? You know, during football games, I won't say the, the brand of that beverage or whatever, but you know the chameleons. I think the, the chameleon, Louis the chameleon came after the frog, right? But in that series of that, during football games, they were advertising this. This guy on Fishing on the Pier Say, I love you, man. Right? Remember, okay, some of you all were around in the 90s. I'm pretty sure of that. So you know what I'm talking about. And so a lot of times we're, uh, we're susceptible to making this very sentimental, but here we find in God's Word okay, that there is something very uh, uh, strong, there is something very uh, righteous, there is something divine in any positive relationship. Jesus says, you are my friends. If you get that warm, rosy, gushy feeling inside, no. You are my friends first, okay? Let's, let's get one thing straight. If we're going to have this relationship, this is going to be where I pass on to you my Father's will and you listen and you do what my Heavenly Father has said, what He reveals by His Spirit in His Word. And if that is going in a good direction, then we can be uh, close to each other. But this is what has to come first in any healthy relationship is the Word of God and His commands and His righteous will and his, uh, what His plans for us. And so we can see here, next one, this is what Jesus is talking about on the night He was betrayed. So Jesus is saying that Greater love has no one than to lay down his life for his friends. And this is, friendship has to be built on God's word. So if we're going to be close, whether close to God or close to one another, this is where it has to start. And so that's why we go to Bible class, right? That's why we learn what the Lord's plan is for us with him, so we can get right with him, so we can get right with each other. And so, you know, when you see this here, uh, when I first came out of the world, I have a It was in P.G. County. It was in Hyattsville, in fact. We have a friend with us who is from the uh, East Coast. And so uh, when I first came into the Lord's people, the Lord's church, it was VBS 1977. And I didn't quite understand too much. I was a disciple of uh, John Travolta back in those days. I called it Saturday Night Stupid. And so uh, you know what that's. I know some of you still got your polyesters hanging in the closet. They might come back in style someday. You never know, right? And so uh, something that really impressed me was, wow, man, these people in the Church of Christ, they are serious about uh, the Word of God, and they are serious about uh, friendship. And I could see something that just did not make sense in those those times that there were the, the older people and the younger people of just different generations, but they were all focused on the Lord. And as a result, there was that closeness. And you know, and I asked myself, how come they're having more fun on a Sunday morning than all the, the chuckleheads there on Saturday night? And so that's, you know, here in the Lord's people, where the Lord's spirit is, there is something very special here. Entonces reconocí primera vez que uh, me congregué en la Iglesia de Cristo, que las personas están unidas en la voluntad la palabra de Dios, pero también un gran acercamiento mutuo entre ellos. So that's something that I saw, and I see this also, in the mission field overseas, but also here at Northwest. There have been uh, some difficult times. We've talked about uh, uh, some times where Eden's bowers bloom, where everything is a floral archway. Eden's bowers. Sometimes mid-scenes of deepest gloom when when we feel like we've been hit so hard we just can't go on. We have so much pain, so much loss. But I've seen the Christians among the Lord's people right here seeking His... Uh, presence, but also his comfort, but also sharing that with one another. It is a beautiful thing that we can go to our Heavenly Father, as we've been instructed to this morning, but we can go to one another. And so this is a beautiful thing, kind of a secondary blessing in Jesus Christ, that we can have relationships where we don't have to fear that, is this person going to take me out? Is this person going to take my honesty and use it against me? Because if we're all lined up with healthy motives and seeking His His will and His kingdom, then we don't have to worry about each other. And so by the friendships that we have among the Lord's people right here, we're giving a testimony to this mean old world where there's so much uh, two-timing and double-dealing and dishonesty that we don't have to worry about that among the Lord's people. Amen. But you know, we can see that every time God has his plan, does the evil one just leave it alone? No. He's in there trying to, trying to mess things up. Entonces, así vemos toda vez que uh, Dios derrama la bendición, el maligno nos deja en paz. No. Ahí está para provocar problemas. So this is what we find here with, uh, with uh, David and Jonathan. This is, uh, you might ask yourself, well, where should I go to find friends? Where should I be? Who should I become friends with? Well, there's a little detour here. There's a little detour. Maybe uh, I didn't really know this until I prepared this message. But when uh, David and Jonathan were getting to be friends, next one, please. We see that this was a time of great warfare. If we think we have problems in this country in the news today, man, it was a a whole lot worse back in those times that the Philistines uh, were coming on and there was a lot of fighting going on. And so, uh, next one. And so, Jonathan. What he said is, you know, we're going to go up to that top of that hill and we're going to take out those Philistines in, the, in that camp. And so that's what he did. Next one. So he said to his armor bearer, come on, let's go up to the camp of those foreigners, for lack of a better word. Those, those Philistines. Come on, you and me, us two, we're going to take all of them out. So they are going to go up there. You know, what does this, this show to you about Jonathan? What kind, of, what kind of man was Jonathan, the son of the king? Was he, was he home on, on his Game Boy, on his Xbox? No. He was out there. Come on, we're going to take care of the Lord's business. We're going to take those guys out. Next one. And so that's what Jonathan is doing. saying, come on, man, you're so slow. Come on up here. We got to, man, it's almost lunchtime. We got to take care of this now. And so we can see here, Jonathan, next one where he says, maybe the Lord will use us to defeat them. Nothing can stop the Lord. It doesn't matter if we have many soldiers or just a few. I think that kind of individual is going to be a good friend, don't you think? If that individual is so given over to say, we are focused on the Lord, we're focused on his plan and his priorities, and we're going to do what he says. It's not going to be pretty, it's not going to be easy, but you know, we can can do it. We're not going to tackle it alone. We have each other, and we're going to do what's, what's right. Brothers and sisters, this is an example here in our friendships, that when we're focused on not what I like, what I prefer, what I say, but listen, in this friendship here, you know, we're going to do what, what God wants, and we're going to put him and his kingdom and his righteousness first. Amen? Amen. And so that's what we found next. And so that's what David and, and Jonathan did. And the Lord granted victory uh, into their hands. Next one, please. In the book of Proverbs, uh, that's where you find a lot of truth, a lot of truth about what it means in the human condition. And so let's say this uh, together out loud in English here. Ready? A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born to help in adversity. So you can see who's really your friend, that when there's hard times and there's issues going on, that uh, you can see that who who is still with you. Who was who still by your side? Now, some of those fair-weather friends, uh, the ones that were there for the good times when everything was easy, they're gone. And who's still left? A real friend, a real brother. And that's what we have the opportunity to develop in, in Jesus Christ. And so we will seek here that, as we were discuss- just saying a moment ago, that the evil one next here, that he does not leave it alone. The evil one has a way Starting in the Garden of Eden. Every time that God has started, begun something good, He's always there to try to thwart God's purposes, not only in the Garden, but also even in our relationships with each other. Vemos toda vez que Dios comienza algo lindo desde el huerto de Eden. En este paraíso hasta la actualidad, en nuestras amistades, el maligno procura desviar los propósitos de Dios. So we're going to see because Saul... How does Saul feel about David's growing popularity among the people? What were the people chanting and dancing out in the streets of of Jerusalem? What were they saying about uh, David and and, and King Saul? They're saying that King Saul has slain his thousands, but David? Ha! He slain his tens of thousands. Man, so all the people are having a party out in the streets. They're celebrating. David is bringing victory for Israel. And is King Saul happy? No, he's not. Next one here, please. And so Saul became furious. Furious with Jonathan because of his friendship with David. And he said, how rebellious and faithless You're who? your who? Ooh, man, this is getting personal. Does Saul take responsibility for his own failings, for his own errors? And so he says, now I know you take sides with your homeboy David. He didn't say that, but, and to disgrace yourself and that mother of yours. So we can see here that there is a toxic situation. There's an unhealthy thing going on in Jonathan's family. And a lot of times uh, we are in a situation where our family, that we started off in little, that there were some problems between mom and dad. Maybe they couldn't stay together as happened in, in, in my family. And so this is something that can kind of get inside our head and look like for King Saul. He was letting his own personal selfish desires take over. Next one, please. And so King Saul is saying, listen, you son of your mother. And so this is something that you can tell if somebody is right with God, is are they going to be a good influence, a good example? Is this person taking responsibility for his own actions? And so you see that some of us have been kind of in the same situation as Jonathan. What? What is this? This isn't right. Next one. King Saul says, don't you realize as long as David is alive, you will never be king of this country. Now go and bring him here. He must die. And so we can see that when a person is not given over to radical obedience to the word of God, when a person doesn't uh, yield himself to the spirit of God, man, sin can take over and take us in a very dangerous direction because we don't have any brakes left. And so what does David do now? What does King Saul do now? He, see, he even takes out his spear and throws it at his own son. And so we can see that sometimes there's people in our family, people that we used to respect when we were little, but they just didn't walk with the, with the Lord. They kind of got a little bit too close to the world, and that sin just kind of, maybe over the years, over time, just took over and made that person into somebody else that, that we didn't know before. And so, if you look in the scripture in the in the Bible verse, it actually says, it actually says there, that Jonathan got up from the table there in uh, Jonathan got up from the table in a rage and ate nothing that day. That uh, Jonathan wasn't just afraid; he was actually angry. He was actually angry. And so, we can see that this is something that sin is going to do, what it did to King Saul, the father. Now, the question is, Jonathan, are you? Which way are you going to follow, Jonathan? ¿Qué sendero vas a seguir? Eso de la cólera y el pecado, la maldad de tu papá, o el Espíritu de Dios, la palabra de Dios. That's the choice that we have, Jonathan. Are you going to follow the bad example you have of somebody that should be a good example? Are you going to follow in in his footsteps? Are you going to seek the Heavenly Father? And that's something that all of us have to uh, choose from. What was that song we just sang in two languages? What a? What a fellowship, Dulce Comunion. That's what we just sang. And so you would think, because sometimes in the case of David and Jonathan, where were the problems in their friendship? Were the problems on the inside between them? No, the problems were on the outside. It was somebody who was toxic, somebody who was uh, outside of their friendship, bringing trouble into their friendship. But sometimes, but sometimes the problems are not on the outside of us. Sometimes the problems are on the inside. And so that's something uh, I give myself an attitude check sometimes, that if I'm having conflict, if I'm having trouble or problems with somebody, especially a brother in the Lord, someone in my own family circle, well, maybe it's I need to look in the mirror and see, well, wh- what about me? What about me before I talk to somebody else and straighten them out? Got to be honest with myself. And so sometimes... The problems are on the inside, the inside of us, but the inside of our friendship circle. Now, can you name the most notorious friend in the whole Bible? The most false, two-timing, supposed friend and close, and close buddy? It was Judas. He was one of the twelve. He walked with Jesus. And so sometimes from your own circle of the people that... Are with you all the time that you kind of brought them along, you did so much for him, but sometimes they come from inside, the people that, that know you the, the best. And so that's something that we find here is that uh, El amigo más íntimo de Jesucristo fue quien lo traicionó. A veces los problemas surgen desde afuera, pero en este caso los problemas surgen desde adentro, no de uno mismo, pero en esa relación entra el pecado. And so that's something that we uh, constantly have to be on the, on the uh, lookout for. Is there anything going on inside of me that I better deal with it now? Because if I don't repent of sin now, pretty soon it's going to start growing. It's going to start getting in the way of my most closest intimate relationships. And this is going to spill over into little ones, into the kids, into the people that are looking to me for an example. Brothers and sisters, there's a lot of motivation to get our walk with the Lord right, so that our walk with each other can can be right as well. And so think about it. Even uh, inside of you, even inside of me, even inside of the Lord's church, uh, something that I say every time I'm up here is that Northwest Church of Christ stands out. Is it the laser light show? No. Is it the praise band? No. But there's something special here that there's something special among God's people, that we all, no matter where we came from, but we're all about the Lord Jesus Christ. We're all about loving Him and loving one another and going out and and serving. And so when you look at the Lord's beautiful church family here, that's just what the elders do, taking heed unto the flock, taking heed and not letting any false teaching, not letting any uh, worldly attitudes find their way in here. And this is something that each of us can do our, our part in. And so complete the following sentence. Are you ready? With birds of a feather, flock together. Entonces, respondame en voz alta en español. Dime, ¿con quién andas? It's the same in each, in any, any language. Birds of a feather, flock together. Or tell me uh, how you roll, and I'll tell you uh, who you roll with, and I'll tell you who you are. And so that's what we're looking at here, because uh, sometimes these unhealthy, toxic friendships, instead of um, friends helping each other, helping each other get better, sometimes this friendship is built, this connection is based on our problem. I've got this problem. Oh, I've got the same problem. Okay, well, let's have this problem together. Is there any place for that among the Lord's people, that two people with the same issues are kind of pulling each other farther and farther down? That might happen in school, that might happen in work, that might happen down there at the Stumble Inn or wherever people like to hang out, you know. But here, among the Lord's people, that's, that is not how we roll. Sometimes people can, can bond because they have the same hurt. That something happened to me, as our brother Lee said in the uh, Lord's Supper, sometimes I'm ashamed and I'm, you know, because of something in my past, something that somebody did and somebody else can say, well, you know, I had that same problem. And so that can sometimes become a friendship, but the wrong kind of friendship. Friends who are, who are not doing each other any, any good. Next one, please. And so this is what we find also here, that uh, this is what David and Saul, David and Jonathan did together. So there's Jonathan, they're shooting an arrow, and who's behind that, that rock? Who's that behind that rock? That's King David. Next one, please. And so that's, the boy had gone and David got up there and they declared their friendship with each other. And David, he bowed his face to to the ground. Next one. Did David, uh, was was he pretty chill? And uh, did he let Jonathan uh, set the example? No. David was very open and very honest and very sincere. And so we can see, now this is a healthy relationship where people who are right with God, They can be open with each other. They can be honest and share that with each other. But in a time where you had to be a pretty strong dude to fight off all the others, who is crying the most? Who is hugging the most? It's David. And so you can see that uh, a real man is not afraid to show how he feels. In fact, this morning uh, in our our Bible class, there was a very powerful testimony um, that kind of unable to... Just keep it together, talking about God's salvation, talking about God's healing. Entonces vemos que el, el varón de, de Dios no teme a ser transparente con sus sentimientos. El varón de Dios es fuerte en su espíritu y puede manifestar que puede declararse abiertamente ante los, los demás. And so parents, we're gonna, we're leaving this thing about problematic friendships, friendships that are trouble. And I don't know, have kids gotten any smarter and more intelligent since the 1970s? I think we, in the 21st century, even those kids in junior high and high school still have struggles like they used to back, back in the day. But the quickest way to find out about how your kids are doing is take a look at their friends. If you want to find out how little junior or little Sally or whoever, you know, mm, wonder how things are going there at school. we'll take a look at who they're hanging out with at the places that they're going. And so this is not to judge or to condemn, but this is a pretty uh, rapid uh, health, health check j- just to see how, how things are going. Because the little, your, your, your little ones and their, what their friends are doing, what their friends are talking about, the websites, the videos that their friends are looking at, is this true, Brother Nathan? Yes, this is true, I hear tell, that that is, sooner or later, it's going to influence what your own kids are exposed to as well. So we're going to conclude here. We've talked about healthy friendships. We've talked about toxic friendships. But, you know, uh, healthy friendships overcome problems. And so we're going to see how David and Jonathan overcame their, their issues there, and they were able to part. They were able to part as, 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 as friends. And so what do friends do today? What do friends do today? Well, friends have fun. I'd like to ask our brother Mark. I don't know if he's handy around here. Maybe he's out. i uh, check uh, Welcome, but uh, what's happening this afternoon right here at Northwest? We have some volleyball. And so unless you're in the ER or in traction or you have a doctor's uh, written excuse, uh, and okay, you cannot hide behind the Super Bowl, that was like last week, right? Okay, so we're going to be here having some some fun, right? Amen. So there's a good way. Friends, have fun. And so when we schedule these activities at church, it's for a reason. And that is, let's have some fun with, with each other. But you know, friends, serve together. How many of us have been going out to, to serve? Uh, Brother Alton, was, you were taking the, he was taking his, his group out this past Sunday to serve. And then, what, how, how many, can you raise your hand if you have been going out the fourth Sunday of the month to go out and, and sing at the Glade, at the Senior Center? If you've been going out and just visiting some of the people that have been shut in, amen. We've got some, we've got some folks here. And so we do that for a reason, to serve together, but it's also, we we get to know each other a lot more. And you know, where we can comfort one, one another. And so here's how you can tell if somebody is your friend. You can tell somebody is your friend, is if they accept you for who you are, you don't have to show off, you don't have to pretend to be some kind of big, big dude. Así puede uno reconocer quién es el verdadero amigo, quién lo acepta usted tal como uno es. But at the same time, that's a person who will accept you as you are will not permit anything that's wrong or bad or contrary to God to stay in this friendship. So that's, that's a special person who has that balance to say, I accept you for who you are and it's, it's okay. But at the same time, listen. This is how I roll, and if we're going to be friends and do stuff together, we need to be pointing in the right direction. You know, when uh, I think about real friends, in junior high, I complained to my mother, how come I don't have any friends? And uh, she said, well, Poncho, you have to be a friend first. And so the next one, please. And so how, how do you be a friend to somebody else? And so let's, uh, let's, let's read this here. Be friends with those who are wise and you will become wise. Choose fools to be your friends, and you will have trouble. So when we focus on Jesus Christ, and I gotta deal with my issues here, and I'm gonna be the best version of me, then that's gonna be something positive that people want to be friends with. And so think about that. You know, um, when I think, uh, seeking God's good way, I found in the church family, I wanna ask, I know you all been studying up on your church bulletin, right? Did you notice here, I think this is uh, page two, Paul Harvey, page two. Did you see this here? This is Lunch Bunch. I'd like to ask the Lunch Bunch folks, is there room for a couple more to tag along to Cosina Marina? Is there, is there room? Yes. Amen. There is some room for the Lunch Bunch. So there is a good way to find some very hungry and, and happy friends right right there. But there's things going on here at the Lord's Church. There is no reason for us to be... Uh, in, our, in our room by ourselves and just boo, boo-hooing because we're so lonely. The evil one wants to isolate us. And so, uh, there comes a time, though, when we have to make a choice here, and the Brother Grant is going to lead us in the song here in just a moment. You know, in in high school, I got voted, and so we are very blessed if we could say that we have at least one, one friend. Next one. This is something that, uh, as far as how to be a friend, this is a friend, this is uh, something that God's Word tells us. Let's read this out loud. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? So that's the choice. It's going to affect our friend life, our social life, our future, our eternity. Who are we seeking to be friends? Are we seeking to be friends with um, the the party animals? Are we seeking friends, you know, to be friends with all the chuckleheads out there? Or are we seeking friends to be friends first of God? And first friends among his people that's who we got to be friends with you know when i was uh, baptized into christ almost about to turn uh 20 years old there in 1977 it was and so something that um, changed my life was that was uh labor day of 1977 and then thanksgiving how many months later is thanksgiving from labor day about two two months two two months and so this was the, uh, this is the first Thanksgiving after high school graduation. And this is the first time that all my old homies are back together again. Yeah, just like in the old good times, right? We're going to go out and do this. And so I got the call one Wednesday night. Hey, Pancho, are you going to join us uh, down that, that, that spot at that place and do all those dumbbell things? I said, well, I haven't seen these guys, in a, I haven't seen them since the summertime, and it's Thanksgiving, and they're going to be having a lot of fun, but you know, Wednesday night, man, there's church, and I thought to myself, you know, what was the reason that I decided to follow Jesus in the first place? What was the reason that I decided to make a change in my attitude and get my, my life right and throw out those useless things? What was the reason that the, God's Word says to, to be born again in the waters of baptism of His Spirit? And so, I said, you know, well, thank you. I really appreciate it, but I I party with the living now. (laughs) You know? And so, and I haven't been crying too many tears. I haven't missed those guys ever since. Because the Lord, there's some things that we give up, but the friendships that we have in Jesus Christ, first with our Heavenly Father, but then with each other, is a hundred times better than anything that the world has to offer. Now, you know, There was one friend, there was one friend, and she was uh, there in the church, and she was really active, you know. She was uh, just serving, she was praising, and she was, uh, the elders were looking to her to come take care of different emergency ministry situations. And we got to be really good friends, and we were going and ministering together. It was was Lyra. Yeah, that's right. That was her name, (laughs) you know. And so when you have... When you have people who are healthy, when you're with the Lord's people, you know, good things start to happen. Our our brother Grant is going to come up here and lead us a a song. If there's any way that you need to become a better friend of the Lord, if there's a way that you need to become a better friend, a better friend of Jesus Christ, and you can add yourself to this. And so we're going to stand and we're going to do an exercise right now. We're going to draw a line right down the middle, okay? And the ones over here, you say friends in Christ, and the ones over here, you're going to say friends of Christ. Okay, let's try this. Friends in Christ are friends of Christ. Amen. Hello? Hello? Oh, okay. They tried my Lord and Master with no one to... be seated.
1: Thank you, Poncho, for that inspiring message. I picked up a lot of things from that sermon, but something new that I can share is, you know, in my line of work that I had and, and being around as long as I've had, Ben, you're always looking for ways to refer to those you're not friends with, and it's hard to do without using the world's vulgar and profane language, but you've given me a new one. They're a bunch of (laughs) chuckleheads. I like that. I'll use that from now. Because we are all friends in Christ, we go to God on behalf of each other and pray for one another at this congregation. And this is a time we take to do that now, honoring requests that have been been turned in. I'll read a few of them and then also refer to others that are mentioned in the bulletin. Uh, Doug and Lisa tell us that Caleb Baker will be having jaw surgery Tuesday at Baptist His jaw will be uh, broken and then screws put in place to correct whatever is going on there. And they ask for prayers that he will have a quick recovery after the surgery. Imagine after being on a couple of weeks of liquid diet, you will really appreciate mom's cooking. We hope that goes well. Shirley Adams asked to pray for her son, Mark. Mark. His vehicle was stolen, which also contained all his work tools in it. They have recovered neither of those, and he cannot work without the vehicle or the tools. We hope that those are found soon or that in some way those are replenished. Also for her Aunt Pat, who was to have heart surgery in March, but last night she fell and has now bleeding on the brain. So we want to keep her in our prayers. Our brother Brent Nash says, I was adopted as a baby by wonderful parents, but always wanted to know my birth mother. I found her yesterday through Ancestry.com, and now she wants to return to God. Hallelujah for that. Also, he asked for prayers for his son, Edgar. We have a, what I call, a minor miracle in our presence this morning. No, it's not the fact that uh, Tyler O'Hara has successfully transplanted all the hair from his head to his face, although that is something to behold. But Brother Bill Olden, who just a very short time ago was in the hospital very seriously ill, and even had members of your family questioning how long it would be before he came out. From there, he had to go to rehab. His time there was extended due to his white blood count being off. So we prayed for his recovery from there as well. Our bulletin says he finally made it home and is recovering.